Welcome back, everybody, to our new podcast this week. Um, Episode 4, baby! (laughs) So, last week, we covered on... What was it? Uh, I think we covered uh, the USA basketball, like how they were going to do in the FIBA World Cup. Our predictions for MVP and... I forget the third one, but it was something to do with the NFL. But anyway... We're past week one in the NFL. Let's go. Only so only nineteen more weeks to go. We passed. Which sounds so long, yet it will go by in a flash. Because it's only weekends, and <laughs> and then you have school the next day, which makes it feel even longer. So, also college football week two just went by, right? No, it hasn't. No, no. Wait. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, week two has gone by. Week two has gone by, and yes, I am a Michigan fan, and they're two and zero. Thank Lord. Um, so thank the Lord. <laughs> so thank the Michigan Lord for saving we're not us the, from Army. Yes, Army, the worst team in the entire FPS. Yes, and we survived in double OD. Thank you, Tom Brady. God. Is what every Michigan fan would say right now. That's what I said on Sunday. Alright. <laughs> so, we're actually not going to cover the week two of college football. We'll save that for another time. Because that's lame, okay? Football, regular football is way better. I don't care about uh, college football. All they care about is the players that are going number one. It's fun watching college football. I yeah, like it. But week one just went by in the NFL, so... We're going to actually cover on, for our first topic, it's going to be the NFL Player of the Week for Week 1, like, for fantasy and actual, like, Mm -hmm. who really proved themselves. And we're going to cover on the fantasy bus there, and actually my, I'm going to start this off, I actually have as my fantasy buff. And my actual regular NFL buff is um, buff. bust. Sorry, buff. Yeah, these guys are buff. They are. Right. So buffer than you. So my guy for the bust for both is Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. In past episodes, I really expected so much better from Baker. His O line did kind of fail him. But there's no excuse for having a one for three touchdown interception ratio in that game. I I had him starting. It wasn't a really good day for for Baker. Like yeah, they traded Joe Benino or something like that, or Kevin, like someone to the Giants. I don't know. For Odell with um Jabril Peppers in the first, so. Yeah, the O-line has gotten a lot weaker, but still, Baker can't throw three picks like that. Plus, also, one of their O-linemen got kicked out of the game. And then his backup, two plays later, got hurt. It was out of the game. So, that was a big factor. Yeah, so, um... My fan... My regular week one player of the week is, um... Lamar Jackson, not for fantasy, because there's another dude who went off. I thought we were talking um, about bus. No, we ju- I just covered my bus. Oh. 
Man, it's the same person. Sorry for the confusion, everybody. So, Lamar Jackson joked around with the media last game, too. I know people are saying because it's just against Miami, but still, that offense was scary. Mm -hmm. Um, And my fantasy MVP, well, not MVP, week one player of the week for fantasy is no other than Sammy Watkins. He pulled in around 45 points as a wide receiver. More. Way more. Like 50. Like 60. Excuse me. <laughs> At least. I'm checking right now. In my league, um, in this my guy, league he I'm got sorry. 45. In my league, he got 59 points. 59. That's a killer. Bad. And also, that guy finished the week with 222 points, and he sat Austin Eckler and Tyrell Williams, who both had 70 points combined, and he still scored 222 points. All right, that so. is beast, and I hate the guy so much. All and right. of course, I have to lose by 120. Yay, fantasy football! So of course, one of my players. I won both is, of my leagues. Of course, one of my players is going to be my fantasy bust. Alright, so, Michael, who is your fantasy bust and actual NFL bust? Oh, oh yeah, my fantasy bust, Mike Evans. Mike Evans had the worst game possible. He, I know he was sick and everything, and that kind of didn't help with him being covered by Richard Sherman, but Mike Evans, Jesus Christ, I know Jam- Jameis Winston is bad, but at least make him look better. Like, just well, the entire Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense was a bust. Just everyone. Bust, bust, bust. And my real NFL bust? Um, I'm going to say just the entire Dolphins offense. <laughs> just, just that was awful. That was just awful. But, like, a specific player, it was Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky is supposed to be leading this 12 and 4 Packers team to a better record against the Packers team that just I mean Bears team. Sorry, Mitchell Trubisky leads against a Bears team that was supposed to dominate these Packers and only can generate 3 points of offense and throws like two interceptions. That's just awful. I just that was so disappointing. So, yeah, that was and Michael, who's your fantasy MVP and actual... Well, not fantasy, MVP. Sorry, I keep it... Excuse me for that. Um, Michael, who's your fantasy player of the week? Sammy Watkins. Who wouldn't it be? Who else? I mean, I could say Lamar Jackson, but Sammy Watkins. He can take over for Tyreek Hill for as long as he can. He just proved that. But yes, it was against a terrible Jacksonville defense. So Wrong. That that Miles Jack Miles Jack was thrown out of the game, so it was pretty hard. So I think, to be honest, I think that Sammy Watkins has proven that he can go against any defense and win. He can score a lot of fantasy points. Also, I could say Deshaun Jackson, D Jack coming back to his hometown where Nipsey Hussle plates honor his late friend, and he still balls out like he's in his prime. I mean, you could still say he's in his prime. So, what's our next topic? 
Well, who's your actual N- NFL oh. player of the week? Oh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson right, is my so NFL player of the week. Agree. I don't because, dude, he just proved he's not a running back. He is that quarterback. He is that dude. And Deshaun Watson, yeah, you just got taken over by Lamar Jackson as the best QB in the league. Well, not the best QB in the league. I shouldn't say that. But as the best young, one of the best young QBs in the league. Still disagree. Lamar Still, Jackson's a top if three. If you say Lamar that, Jackson's top three, Sean Watson, you're four. You're number four to Sean Watson. If you say that Lamar Jackson is the best young prospect QB in the league, He's are you young... forgetting about Patty Mahomes? Okay, yeah. The kid's okay. 23 years yeah. old. Okay, I should say dual threat. I should say dual threat. Because Still, Patrick Mahomes is a dual threat. Not as much as the Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson could be that. the next Michael Vick. The next Michael... <laughs> That's a huge stretch. I know. Michael Vick could throw him. That's why. I know. Lamar did have, have a great day, but who is he playing next? Who, Lamar? Yeah. Um, let me check that. So, let's see... Alright, stop that. Arizona. He's playing... Yeah, so... That's another team without, um... Their star defensive... Khalil is... Khalil Campbell. No, he's on Jacksonville. Okay. Patrick Peterson is suspended due to drug use. And... Yeah, so... We're going to move on from that t- topic. Um, our next topic is Antonio Brown. Number one for the Antonio Brown situation. On early Saturday morning, Antonio Brown posted on his YouTube page of a phone call with Coach John Gruden for the Oakland Raiders. And he asked Antonio to just please play football. You're a hell of a football player. Please play football. Brown then replies, I'm more than a football player, coach. And then posted another thing like around like 12 in the afternoon about he wants the Raiders to release him. Not like in in an Two hours, maybe even three. The Raiders do release him, and the New England Patriots swipe up and pick him up. Mm-hmm. And so, with that, the Patriots on Sunday played the Pittsburgh Steelers and beat them 33-3. to mm-hmm. Now, with that stacked Patriots offense, if Gordon can keep his mind right and doesn't get in trouble, and same thing with Brown, where do you think the Patriots will land in the whole entire NFL, and what do you think their record would be? Okay. Uh, Super Bowl. They're going to the Super Bowl. I mean, literally no one can stop their receiving core or have enough cornerbacks to even slow it down. We got Gordon, who's a deep threat, Antonio Brown, can play anywhere. Julian Edelman, the great slot in the middle of the field receiver. And Philip Dorsett, that sneaky guy who can blow past defenders and catch open touchdowns. It's just, 
I say they go 15 and 1. I don't think I don't think they go 16 and 0 just because they're probably going to be sitting all their starters for the final two games. I think they win against the Bills but lose against the Dolphins. Maybe even this week. They could lose this week to the Dolphins. So just Miami's his kryptonite and to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. I mean, I definitely would be surprised if they lost to that Dolphins team, but I wouldn't be as surprised as, like, if they lost to the Giants, which would be, like, I think the worst thing imaginable to a Patriots fan. Anyway, getting off topic. So, by the way, don't throw that fifth team and one out there because I've learned from past experience of where that gets you. Where does I, that get I, you? I said 15 and one. With the Cleveland Browns, and then Baker had a dud of a day, and the Tennessee Titans absolutely killed the Cleveland Browns. Technically, but technically I, the Browns can still go fifteen and one. They can, but their chances of winning fifteen games in a row—it's unlikely, oh, yeah. especially with the Browns' luck. All right, so I believe the Patriots will go thirteen and three, fourteen and two. Mm-hmm. And make the Super Bowl and win. Because, as you explained, the Patriots have such a deadly wide receiver core. And just, you need linebackers to help out in coverage. But the receivers are too fast for that. So you need more safeties on the field. And if they get more safeties on the field and replace them with linebackers... Then Sony Michelle or James White are gonna break out into the open. Yeah. So I and Brady better have a career year for all the weapons he has. Yeah. He's had he's never had this good of a receiving core since 07. Uh we actually got some breaking news. The Patriots are trading wide receiver Demarius Thomas to the New York football jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 for a 2021 sixth round pick. So we don't have Demarius Thomas anymore. That's fine. We have Josh Gordon. I even forgot to mention Demarius Thomas in the thing, so I don't really think he was that <laughs> Now important. he's not a Patriot, don't worry. So I guess now you could say that... Um. Philip Dorsett, Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon, and Antonio Brown are your wide receivers. So that's just all surprising to us. This is, as we're saying this, you won't hear it live, but as we were reporting it, this happened live. So, anything you got to say? Alright, so with the topic of Antonio Brown. Do you think that was planned for him to get out of Oakland due to it lo- for the Oakland Raiders losing like stars such as Khalil Mack to a trade because they didn't want to pay him and Brown's contract was expiring? Do you think he was tr- planning to go to a Super Bowl contender all along? Yes or no? I don't think he was planning to go to a Super Bowl contender. I think he was planning to leave Oakland. Because I don't think... He technically didn't have a choice to go to Oakland. And then you could obviously... I think he hated the offense. And I think you could tell by his reaction from his YouTube video. Free! He was free. He was free to choose his own thing. He didn't like how the Steelers ran it. 
ran their offense and he didn't like Oakland. So he had to choose the next best team, which was the Patriots. I do think he was planning to go to a very high-powered team. If it wasn't the Patriots, I think he probably would have went to like somewhere like the Eagles or something. Yeah. Because he... He really likes to show emotion. And one of what kind of scares me, if you guys remember in like 07 or 11, we got like Ocho Cinco. Mm-hmm. Was that the 07 season? Was it? Uh, I don't know. It's probably like closer to the 09, 09-010 season. We got Ocho Cinco and... He didn't really get to know the offense. The Patriots have a very complex offense. So, he didn't really know the offense well enough, and he wasn't really a threat. And he and that kind of ruined himself there. Could the same thing happen to A.B.? Yes, because in Pittsburgh, he would sometimes branch off into his own routes. Mm-hmm. I think he didn't like Ben Roethlisberger, the quarterback, throwing it to him sometimes because I remember one clip like one or two years ago where Antonio Brown beat his defender, was deep, Ben didn't throw to him and hit like, I don't know, it was like Le'Veon Bell or Juju and he didn't like that and he got really upset. So... I don't think Belichick will hold up with that. But if he does, <laughs> I swear, that will be the best thing to have Antonio Brown on this team. Alright, so, our next topic is waiver wire. For your fantasy teams, who do you think is the best person to pick up for your waiver wire? Yes, we finally included fantasy in here because football has started and that means we're going to try to do fantasy every single week. So, get used to this, people. So, who do you think is the best waiver wire target? Patrick. If, he, if he's not taken, obviously it's Marquise Smith. Yes. So, those Marquise, are you- sorry. For those of you who don't know, Marquise Brown was the Ravens' rookie wide receiver who caught two touchdowns on nine catches for 147 yards. And that was in the first quarter. So that was pretty impressive. Yeah, I know it's against a Miami Dolphins team, but... <laughs> but they're also that's facing... That's still really impressive. Yeah, and they're also facing another other than the Arizona Cardinals next week. So, you know... My second person to pick up, though, mm-hmm. is <clears throat> is Deshaun Jackson, if he's not... um. Okay, really? Deshaun Jackson's probably going to be taken in most leagues. If he's not taken, Deshaun Jackson... Oh, look at this. But if he is taken, the second best dude there, who's probably not taken, is Adrian Peterson. Who's uh, okay, very there. underrated. Okay, even though he sat last week, Darius Geis has gotten a knee, knee injury, so he may be starting. My two are Marquise, Marquise Brown, like Patrick did, and my second is actually a tight end. Darren Waller, tight end out of Oakland. That dude, that dude just showed out. 
against a good Broncos defense. He got seven receptions for 70 yards and did absolutely amazing. You couldn't have asked for better. My third guy to get would be no other from the Detroit Lions, TJ Hawkinson. That that kid had a huge game. Yep, and my third one is none other than the best running back of our decade, Shady McCoy. I already have him in my league. Okay, well, yes. well, we don't in our league. In my league, at least. So, if you can pick up Shady McCoy, pick him up. He's one of the starting running backs for the Kansas City Chiefs. I know they pass a lot, but they're going to have to run it eventually. Like, when they're up a lot. You see those 5-yard, 10-yard rush? I can get you some points. So, just an idea to look at. You got anything else to talk about? Um... Yeah, actually, I want to do say one thing. What? About <clears throat> some of the young bright stars in the NFL. Okay. So, <clears throat> there's this big tight end in Detroit. Obviously, I just said TJ Hawkinson. So, people. So, some Detroit fans just started calling him, and I saw it on my social media. Baby Gronk. Who? They they started calling TJ Hawkinson Baby Gronk. Okay. okay. Gronk is obviously, arguably, the best tight end of all time. Mm-hmm. Arguably not. Like... He could be, he could not be. You can throw some names in there, and those are some good tight ends. Like Tony Gonzalez, who's yeah, definitely, really... Definitely. So, to say that about a rookie, though, I don't think that's going to happen. People are overhyping him, and sometimes that sometimes that kills a rookie. Mm-hmm. Those people are being pretty bold. If that kid does prove out to be a next Rob Gronkowski... Detroit might be a good team. Oh, yeah. They haven't had a good wide receiver besides Marvin Jones and and Golden Tate. I know Golden Tate's not on the team anymore, but Mm -hmm. they haven't had that type of receiver since Calvin Johnson, who retired early. Mm -hmm. Michael, do you have anything to say? I mean, TJ, I haven't really seen TJ Hawkinson. I need to see more in-depth about him, but um, there's some... Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray just had a very controversial game. Did terrible the first three quarters, and then just lit it up in the fourth and OT. Just to let you know, that game was against Detroit, and it ended actually in a tie. So that was... That was interesting. So hopefully just the young stars in this league have a chance to shine and hopefully we can provide good information about it. And prayers up for Nikhil Harry who's on IR. That was kind of a blow. Alright, so I think that wraps up our fourth episode. Mm-hmm. Obviously our shortest episode. So... 
we'll try and get you another one probably around the same day as this week. So we're going to try and do Tuesdays each week. If not, we'll promise you guys we'll get it in one week. So <clears throat> that it that's it for us. So signing off now. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys.